Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Tuesday, January the 31st, 2023. As always, I give God thanks for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It's always an honor and a blessing to pray with you and to pray for you between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. I thank God that, that there are prayer warriors and intercessors. And even if you don't call yourself one or the other, I know that you love God. And I'm thankful for that, that people who love God can come together with one mind and on one accord and touch and agree over the airways according to the word of God. I want to thank you all so much, those that I have connected with uh, through text messages, through emails, through Twitter. I just want to thank you for your prayers. I want to thank you for reaching out and letting me know how much this podcast has been a blessing to you. It's not always been easy in these last five years, and and I'm not going to lie to you. I've grown weary at times, and I've gone to God, and I said, God, is this something that you would still have me continue to do? And I tell you, he never fails, sometimes out of nowhere, because I've left my number kind of randomly throughout the years. Whoever is listening at that time, uh, and I don't know how, sometimes I know how long a person's been listening, sometimes not, but they'll reach out and they'll say something. And I know that God is encouraging me to keep on, to keep on going, you know, to keep on, because this is, this helps me, this ministers to me as much as, You know, I pray that it ministers to you and it helps you. This helps me grow in my faith because I know that there are people who are listening and there are people who are coming in agreement. And one thing that I don't do, I don't play with people. (laughs) I'm too grown to play games. I don't play with people and I most certainly wouldn't play with God's people. So know that uh, I'm real. I'm, I'm raw. What you see, what you see, what you hear is what you get. I have not arrived yet in any way, shape, or form. God is still doing a work in me. He's still doing a work through me. And I just trust him. I I trust him. It's not easy. It's hard sometimes. It's difficult. Um, I, I get sad sometimes. You know, I get weary sometimes. I'm tired sometimes out of nowhere. But I know, I know, I know, I know that we serve a true and living God. And so when it's all said and done... Right. When it's all said and done, I want to be able to say that I gave I gave God my best. I, I gave God what he required of me for such a time as this. And so on this morning, I say, think about that. What is God requiring of you for such a time as this? What he's requiring of someone else may not be what he requires of you. What is God requiring of you in this hour, in this season? What, what is he stirring up in you? What are the, what are those dreams that he's given you? What's that mission that he gave you? What, what are those things that you know on the inside of you that it's a God thing? How do you know it's a God thing? Cause the enemy's just not going to tell you to do certain things. The enemy is not going to tell you to go and be a blessing to someone else. The enemy is not going to tell you to give maybe what little bit you have to someone else. That's not the enemy. The stretch comes from the Lord. 
The enemy's not going to tell you to get up at three o'clock in the morning and pray. The enemy is not going to tell you to go and apologize, even though you may know, well, you wasn't all the way wrong. And maybe they really do, right? The way the world sees it, maybe they do really owe you an apology first. But the enemy is not going to be the one that tells you to go and humble yourself and to apologize for what happened. Maybe when only 25% of it, right, the way the world sees it was your was, was on you and 75% was on them. The enemy's not going to tell you to go and humble yourself. Hallelujah. I just praise God on this morning. And on this morning, we're going to read from 2 Kings chapter 23. Uh, Hosea, the Bible says that Hosea, the commentary, said that Hosea will go down as Judah's most obedient king most obedient king. The Bible tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. So I'm going to just kind of briefly in second Kings chapter 23, tell you a little bit about what's happening here. Hosea is renewing the covenant with God. He's renewing the covenant. It says, then the king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commandments, regulations and decrees with all his heart and and all his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in this book. Now I will tell you that as you read throughout this chapter, I'm not going to read all of it, but as you read throughout this chapter, you will see the intentionality of the king. You will see the intentionality of what the king ordered the high priest to do in order to remove sin in order to remove sin from the dwelling place, in order to remove sin from where the people were in Judah, to remove sin. The commentary says that Hosea is remembered as Judah's most obedient king. His obedience followed this pattern. He recognized sin. First, you got to recognize it. He Eliminated sinful practices. So once you recognize sin, you can't keep going back to sin, right? It's almost like once you say, hi, I'm Danita, I'm an alcoholic. You can't keep going back to bars and going back to, you know, clubs and doing certain things. That, that's a practice that had to be eliminated. That had to be eliminated. It says he attacked the causes of sin. We got to get to the root of what is causing us to sin. We can blame it on somebody else, right? We can blame it on the people we hang around. Then you got to attack that cause. You got to change your circle, right? We have to attack sin at its root. And the commentary says this approach for dealing with sin is still effective today. But I'm going to tell you, as I read chapter 23, 
I wrote down some words when it came to how he eliminated and attacked sin. It said he desecrated some things. That means he treated them with violent disrespect. He pulled down some things, right? He demolished some things. He removed some things. He burned some things and he slaughtered some things. Go back and read 2 Kings chapter 23. There are things in our life that we have to desecrate with violent disrespect. Why the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffereth of violence and the violence taketh by force. That means we got to get violent sometimes in the spirit. We've got to get violent sometimes in the spirit. Talks about pulling down, pulling down strongholds. The Bible tells us that. See, that's the good thing about the new covenant because the new covenant just confirms the old covenant, right? We got to pull down those strongholds and vain imaginations. Then he demolished and removed some things. There are some people we may need to remove out of our life. Right, They are not the reason for our sin, but being connected to them, they, they, they kind of, it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. You guys have heard those saying, if you want to know a person's character, show them your three closest friends, show them your three closest friends. And that'll give you some idea of how they get, get down. That'll give you an idea of what they're really about. Who are their three closest friends? Not people they're mentoring, right? Not people they, they work with, but their three closest friends. Learn the character of those people and you'll learn something about that person. And then, they, and then he slaughtered some things. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, mighty God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. We lift you up on this morning, O God, and we shout unto you with the voice of triumph, knowing that we have the victory, O God. Hallelujah. Knowing that we can do all things through you, Heavenly Father, who gives us strength. God, we thank you on this morning, O God, hallelujah, for giving us the eyes to see and the ears to hear, O God. Hallelujah. To recognize the sin, O God, in our own life. God, your word said that before we start checking our brother, we need to pull the speck out of our own eye. God, we thank you on this morning, O God, that we can recognize sin in our personal lives. That we can recognize the sin, O God, in our homes, O God. Hallelujah. The homes in which we dwell, the homes in which we live, oh God. Hallelujah. Your Bible tells us, oh God, hallelujah, that Jesus told them, hallelujah, when they wanted to stone the woman, hallelujah, let the person who is without sin cast the first stone. Hallelujah. God, we come to you on this morning, oh God. Hallelujah. Asking you, Heavenly Father, to create in us a clean heart. To renew a right spirit within us, O oh God. Hallelujah. Start with us, O oh God. Hallelujah. Oh God, we come on this morning, O oh God, knowing that we can't do it by ourselves, O oh God. Hallelujah. We need your help on this morning, O oh God. We need your help on this morning, O oh God, not only to recognize, O oh God, but to desecrate 
to demolish, oh God, to burn up those things, oh God, that are within us that are not pleasing to you, oh God. Burn them up, oh God, hallelujah. If it doesn't show love, burn it up, oh God. Hallelujah, God, burn up the hate, heavenly father. Burn up the envy within us, oh God. Hallelujah, burn up jealousy, oh God, if it dwells in us, oh God. Burn up contention and strife within us, oh God. Hallelujah, God, burn it up. Everything that is not of you, oh God, demolish it within our hearts, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh God, help us on today, oh God. Don't let us walk around thinking we got everything together, oh God, but yet, hallelujah, we still sinning. Hallelujah, we're still doing things, oh God, that look like any and everything but who you are, but who you called us to be. Oh God, we desire to dwell in your presence, oh God. Oh God, we we, we decided to be obedient to your word. Give us the strength, oh God. Hallelujah, to make the necessary changes. To walk away from people, oh God, that don't don't serve us well. Hallelujah, They're, they're not helping us grow in this walk, oh God. They're not encouraging us, oh God. Instead, oh God, they're pulling us the other way. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God, that we don't get pulled the other way, but that we continue to walk the straight and narrow way. Help us, oh God, that when we are weak, we say we are strong in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, to pull down strongholds and vain imaginations, oh God. Hallelujah. Those thoughts that say it's okay for us to do something when we know your word is contrary to what it is we want to do. For what it is we might be even encouraged to do. Help us to stay strong in you, O Lord, and in the power of your might. God, we can't do this without you. We we, we can't, God. We're not strong enough to do it without you. You are our strength. You are our refuge. You are our present help in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. God, we need you, oh God, like never before. Hallelujah. As temptation increases, oh God, as the world makes it seem like it's cool to do certain things. Hallelujah. As the world compromises Hallelujah, it's faith, God. Help us to be uncompromising. Help us to be unwavering, oh God. Help us to be steadfast and immovable, always abiding in your word, oh God. Oh God, bind your word to our hearts, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah, that we might not sin against thee, oh God. Help us to pray for one another, oh God, that we fall not into temptation, oh God. Deliver us from the evil one, oh God. Deliver our children from the evil one, oh God. Hallelujah. Let us stand firm and say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you as Jesus did, oh God. When he comes after our children, oh Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Oh Satan, the Lord rebuke you. 
Hallelujah. You can't have our children. Hallelujah. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help us, oh, God, on today. Hallelujah. Help us on today, oh, God, to pray without ceasing. Help us on today, oh, God. Hallelujah. To be anxious for nothing but through prayer and supplication to make to make our requests known unto you with thanksgiving, oh God. Hallelujah. So God, we thank you in advance that in Christ we are new creatures and the old man has passed away. Even when people try to remind us of our past, oh God, we are new creatures in you and the old has passed away. We thank you that we've been born again. Hallelujah. In the spirit, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name on this morning, oh God. We thank you for the blood covering over our children, oh God. That everywhere their feet shall go, we declare it and decree it to be holy ground. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I love you all so much. Go back and read 2 Kings chapter 23. See what King Hosea, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Um, See what King Hosea did to go down as the most obedient king of Judah. He didn't just say, oh, I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. But he did something about it. Not only did he change his, 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 his life, he changed the environment around him. He changed the environment around him to represent God. Now, you, as you read, you'll see that that God was, God, you know, he, he remained upset. God remained upset because they had provoked him to the point of anger. But it doesn't take away what King jo- Josiah did to demonstrate his faithfulness towards God, his love towards God. Ah, oh, we bless his name on this morning. Uh, Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.